Brett Favre. For football fans, this is the tragedy of the century. Jay, what say you about about a hero, a legend, the man, the myth? So, so first of all, is it Brett Favre or Brett Favre? Because I know a lot of football fans pronounce it Favre with the V at the end, but who cares? He's a scumbag either way. Amen. Um, this this fucking guy. <laughs> Bro. He's, he's the epitome of the good old boy network. And when you look into his past, you realize, oh, this guy grew up in southern Mississippi, went to southern Mississippi. He's a legend down there because it's a smaller school. So he's clearly the most famous athlete to ever come out of there. Of course, his kids went there because, you know, southern good old boy stuff. And so it's just not surprising that that he got up to some of the things he got up to. We're all acting shocked because we believe him to be a good person because we've been told he's a great person and we we like to think good things about these athletes. But do we really have any reason to actually think he's such a good person? Do we have any reason to think he was incapable of doing this? Remember, this guy has faced some some sexual assault allegations and stuff that we all just decided to, you know, the media just decided to look the other way on before he entered the hall of fame and now he's been up to some stuff uh i know you've got the details so take it away first it's important to keep in mind that the money that was stolen was delegated for the poorest of the poor in mississippi Mm -hmm. and let me tell you why that detail matters mississippi is the most impoverished state in the united states Mm-hmm. This money was stolen from the poorest of the poor in the poorest state in the country. The type of poverty that exists in Mississippi is not poverty that we are aware of in coastal cities. Poverty there is generational. One in five are poor, literally living in poverty and only knowing poverty because it has transferred through the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Having said that, what finally ignited a fire under this case, because this information was released back in 2020, I believe, was when this was actually first reported, but it got sidelined by COVID. The reason it has gained momentum again is because there's actually a recently uh, filed lawsuit, I believe, by one of the co-conspirators. And that co-conspirator has given up a name. One of those names being the governor that allegedly co-conspired with your boy, Brett. Mm -hmm. Based on my understanding of what I've read, this lawsuit has revealed a series of text messages between Brett Farr, the governor, and other parties involved in this fraud. What happened as a result of this fraud was that six people were arrested by the state auditor's office for stealing $4 million from a welfare program. Another $2 million is also in question because of a pharmaceutical company that does CTE, I believe, medication, and Brett Farr is involved with that company. I can't remember right now if He's an investor or a part owner, but he has some relationship with that company. Yeah, like that company. Yes, that company is under investigation for two million in stolen funds on top of the other four million. But it's important to keep in mind 
There is a total of $99 million missing in welfare funds that have been misappropriated or fraudulently retrieved by parties who didn't deserve it. $5 million went to the college, Southern Mississippi, where Brett went and his daughter. So he is not criminally charged. He is only charged in a civil suit because they're trying to get the funds back from him. Part of the problem of his defense is that it's going to be very hard to say that he didn't know because what the texts reveal is that he was very well aware of the fact that this was questionable at the very least. And the saddest part about it was that he was not concerned about whether or not law enforcement would find out. He was concerned about whether or not the media would find out. And they have texts that speak to that. Mm -hmm. In those texts, former Governor Phil Bryant has communications with him. And those communications reveal that even though the welfare program was under investigation by auditors, that Brett Favre pressured the governor to release those funds anyway. That's not all, though. It's not just a matter of them fraudulently or misappropriating funds. They actively wrote a grant that the resources for the grant was supposed to go to the poor. His grant, or whoever he wrote this with, who submitted this, wrote a grant saying, give us the money, we're going to build a stadium for the poor. Oh, my God. So it wasn't just that he embezzled money or misappropriated money. They actively wrote a grant saying, if you give us this money, the reason you should give it to us is because we are going to use it for the poor. He didn't say, I'm going to build this volleyball stadium for my daughter at my alma mater. You said this in this grant application. Oh, this the money's going to yes. go towards the stadium, but it's going to go towards the stadium for, for poor people. Yes. And Athletics. Um, the director at the Department of Human Services, his name is John Davis, I believe, has confirmed that there is truth to the funds being misappropriated. And that the text messages and other communications confirm that. And not only does it confirm that, it has messages from Phil Bryant positively responding that he would make sure that these deals that Brett Farr was invested in happened. And remind us all, Phil Bryant is who? The former governor. There you go. And within, um, I think, days of his removal, days after he was no longer governor, he, I believe, accepted stock in the company that Brett, Parr, Brett Farr was pushing and received welfare money and, and did agree to accept stock in the company within days of leaving his role as governor. Wow. It's shameful. And I, I genuinely can't believe that we're hearing more about Kyle Irving than we are about this. Oh, Kyrie? I mean, sorry, Kyrie. Th this, there is no comparison with regard to which crime is worse. And even more shameful is that there is no disputing that Mr. Brett did this. Whereas the our basketball player, he didn't make the documentary. All he did was post a link to it. Why is no one else involved in the documentary being held responsible for it? Why just him? Not the actors, not the director, not the executive producers. Well, the NBA can't do anything to those people. Oh. <laughs> they can do something to Kyrie. 
I mean, some people are saying, oh, you got to take it down. I don't believe we should take down things that offend people because what if someone's even even if it's the case that someone's just doing a, a, a research paper on hate speech, like I don't believe that Mein Kampf, you know, Adolf Hitler's book, I don't yeah. believe that we should ban that and you shouldn't be able to get it on Amazon. I agree. You know what I mean? Even if just for the case of like, what if someone's doing a research paper on that and you can't get the one copy that's in the library? Now, could it potentially radicalize someone? Yes. Could a potentially radicalized person go off and do something heinous? Yes. You know, my my partner, you know, knows people who live near a, a Jewish synagogue that was that was shot up. Um, but you always take that risk. That 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 is unfortunately the just the the world that we live in. And when you start trying to burn books, when you start deplatforming, when you start saying anything that offends anyone can no longer be on something, even if it's hate speech, <coughs> completely heinous things. I things, agree. You you run away with it, and then eventually, a different type of violent person shows up and tries to tries to use violence to stop that type of activity as well. So. That's just my two cents on, on the Kyrie thing. But let's get back to Brett Favre because, yes, the, the entire sports media apparatus, you know, the, the larger journalism uh, apparatus isn't covering it because they wanted to focus on the midterms. But sports media should still be covering this. And they were barely covering it in the first place because they got to show you your scores and highlights. But they're all over Mr. Irving. Because it's controversial. It's going to get clicks, whereas everybody knows this thing right now is everyone hates Brett Favre. Not everyone. To your point about Mein Kampf, I am also of the belief that all lit all written word should be allowed to exist. No human thought should be inhibited. Having said that, there's a responsibility that that comes with these things and just finding that balance is not always the easiest thing to do, but it's not always the hardest either. What I don't understand is why don't we as a society show by our actions that we repudiate certain material. It's not up to my, it's not up to Hitler or whoever not to write Mein Kampf. It's up to us to not allow Hitler's to get to the stage. Why do we keep making psychopaths, immoral, unethical, dumb, insidious people, successful, rich, and famous, and then give them power to do things to us. The logic is inconsistent, if mm. not deadly at best. The same people waving to the queen are the same people walking in Black Lives Matter. You kidding me? <laughs> this whole planet's schizophrenic. It is one big mental institute. We're all running around like little patients thinking our reality is the real one. No, it's not. Because there's no reason that that man shouldn't be humiliated and, and not able to, to show his face anywhere for stealing from the poorest of the poor mm -hmm. in the poorest state in the entire country? Thank you. Thank you. It's the poorest state of the entire country. If you are on welfare in Mississippi, you are poor, poor. Literally dirt poor. It's shameful. And I don't understand why as a society we've accepted this. Yeah. But I, I think Brett Favre's out here making excuses and people are going to make excuses for him. And it's just going to turn into a culture war thing where certain people are just going to support Brett Favre because Brett Favre supported Trump. And, you know, the media is lying about him and he didn't do those horrible things. It's easier for people, especially if you're poor and you're white and you like football. 
and you're in Mississippi and Brett Favre is your hero, it's easier just to believe that the media, the woke media, the leftist media is just making up things about Brett Favre. It's shameful. You know, this is a country that claims to be Christian. This is a, a country that claims to have values. This is a country that, that claims to have some type of moral high ground over other countries. And you're telling me we can't agree on the fact that all the citizens in this country should have water. We can't agree that every person in this country should have at least the very basic means. The fact that all of us can even walk past one homeless person is proof of our sickness, let alone millions. Mm. The fact that we can walk past one child in foster care, don't tell me we love one another. Don't tell me you're a Christian, you're a Muslim, you're this. You're not anything. You just like talking about it. Seriously. How come all the pro-lifers aren't lined up at the orphanage? The orphanages should be empty if people are as Christian and as religious as they say they are and as spiritual as they say they are. Precisely. You'll empty a shelter, a, a, a cat and dog shelter, before you empty an orphanage. Oh, yeah. I've heard that um, because we don't even have enough orphanages that foster care kids and, and kids that otherwise would be in orphanages, some of them are getting put in juvenile hall. That's shameful. That's shameful. Why is that acceptable? Why is it the only time anybody cares about anything is that when it happens to them or their child and then all of a sudden they're they're ringing the bell that everybody should care? Well, you didn't give a shit about anybody else. Why do we always only find empathy after something happens to us? We don't all know that, that what that man did and his co-conspirators is wrong. We don't all collectively agree that stealing from the poorest of the poor of the poor is wrong. We can't agree on that. Mm -hmm. Then we can't agree on anything. And who are we kidding then? That we can't agree on anything. Yeah. I mean, there are people, you know, if, if Donald Trump says says the sky is not blue, the sky is actually green, they, certain people are going to be like, you're doggone right. The sky is green. Trump said so. I, I don't know what to tell you. Although his his luster is starting to dull. It was a pretty lackluster Trump announcement for a presidential run, don't you think? That's None of his family was there. Do. That's because the media didn't cover it as much because Rupert Murdoch has already told Fox News it's okay to switch up on Trump. Here's the thing. Oh, my God. Switch up is an understatement. Do you know that on one of the newspapers, literally, they posted it at the bottom of the cover of the newspaper in a banner, not even an inch high. And all it says is Florida man launches presidential can candidate. Yeah, the New York Post. Oh, my God. Talk about shade. Florida man launches presidential campaign. You're a footnote. They want DeSantis. They, they're making it very, very clear they want DeSantis. But guess what? If Trump, Trump is a narcissist, he, he's an attention whore. He can't stand the idea of DeSantis not coming to him and kissing the ring. And he can't stand right. the idea of DeSantis being more popular than him. And guess what? MAGA is a cult. And I don't think they should be underestimated. They're not done yet. No. They're still I mean, people were just climbing a building, you know, less than a year ago. Let's not start getting too excited. Yeah, this is not some small cult. The, these, this is not some fringe ideology. This is the overwhelming majority of the Republican base. This is about 30 percent of, of people who actually show up and vote. They will vote for Trump regardless. They will show up if he's on the ballot. And if he tells them, hey, F Ron DeSantis, vote for me, they will. I don't know if Ron DeSantis actually can win enough states in a primary to beat Trump. Don't underestimate. Yeah, because can he woo moderates is the question. 
Yeah, DeSantis isn't very moderate, right? So, <laughs> right, he's not very moderate, and he's not as charming as Trump. He's not as funny. He's smarter, and he's, he's clever. He's trying to be like Trump, though, too. Like he's trying to be a tough guy. Look how cruel I can be to the immigrants right. and put them all on a right. bus and sent the lied to them, told them there were jobs waiting for them, and then sent them up to up north. And I guarantee you, he's a Christian. Of course, yes, a big Christian, big Christian. So it's it's ridiculous. It's a cult, and you know, back to Brett Favre, that cult is going to support Brett Favre under the same kind of cult-like circumstances. They have a cult-like reverence for Brett Favre. That's their hero. And Brett Favre likes Trump. I like Trump. Brett Favre is great at football. I like football. Brett Favre's white. I'm white. I don't think Brett Favre can do any wrong. Well, that's sad. And I and I think to myself, imagine if LeBron James was involved in something like this. They'd be dragging that man up and down the street like he murdered 20 people. And and it's shameful because this guy theoretically could have economically the, the people who needed that money and didn't get it. I mean, imagine the impact of that on people who are already struggling with, with poverty. Poverty is different from being broke. It's very true. You know, and it's hard for us to understand it as Americans because most of us are not exposed or around extreme poverty. Yeah, you'll see a homeless person on the street here and there or even homeless areas. But you're not really exposed to extreme poverty. And when you see it, it's jarring. Especially Southern level. I was just going to say Southern poverty is unlike it's almost as bad as a Native American reservation. Yeah. Some of these folks have outhouses. Uh, That whole thing. uh, That's unfunded reservation. Just just their outhouses. Mm -hmm. You know, people are literally there's no indoor plumbing. There's a lack Mm -hmm. of access to water. You know, the worst performing schools. Yeah. The no capital reason. of Mississippi has 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 had like a years long water issue that results yeah. in not having water at the end of the summer. And they just now had a, had uh, uh, the the water issue of, of lack of water uh, show up again. Deion Sanders is the only one talking about it. That's how I know about it. Right. It's ridiculous that the capital of this state doesn't have water. Shameful. And this this country has the nerve to say that it, it believes in God and loves God. It's like this country wouldn't know God if God came down and slapped them right across the face and said, hey, I, it's me, God. They still it, they wouldn't believe it. Oh, if Jesus you. came down. We'd kill him again. Well, they have their God. It's Trump. And money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. On this episode of Raw Food. <laughs> 